Welcome, everybody, to BFD Advisors and our podcast, the podcast that touches on business and accounting nerd stuff and just whatever craziness strikes us uh, on a given day. So it's really kind of random and no, we actually have structure. So today, we're going to talk a lot about screwing up. And I am telling you what, you just talk to my wife. I'm really, really good at screwing up. Apparently, when you make mistakes, that makes you wiser. So somehow I must be like, you know, I don't know, a Sherpa or something where I'm the wisest person in the world. We all know career, life, business, you're going to screw up. And so what we want to talk about is each one of our biggest screw ups. What did we learn from it? And kind of what lessons and things we can help you guys with. So I want to start with just, it's okay to screw up. It's totally okay to screw up. You will exactly. come out of it. If you don't screw up, you probably are screwing up and you just don't realize you're screwing up. So if you're like, yeah. I don't make mistakes. Yeah, I, I refuse to make a mistake. Uh, you know what you have? You just didn't refuse to acknowledge that you made the mistake. There you go. So Sharon, kick us off. Tell us what, okay, tell me what your biggest mistake was. And we can kind of get into what did you learn from it and things like that. All right. So we all know in my previous episodes, I'm Captain save We all know this. So my biggest mistake and that I have learned when it comes to business and kind of life in general is I'm too trusting. I get somebody in and I want to give them everything and do everything. And I see so much potential. And so I don't cover my assets, <laughs> cover myself. And in the long run, they've all, somebody has always end up screwing me. I usually just laugh it off or you know, karma, whatever. And I even have karma tattooed on my wrist, just so you know. Um, I, I always say karma's going to get you. I'm not going to be that that person. Um, I'm going to say something else here in a second too, but um, it's, it's always comes back to bite me. And a couple times very hard. Um, and a couple times very, it's not even the monetary, it's more of the emotional, devastating, how it feels because I know you read Twitter, you guys, you read everything and everyone's like, screw my employers. They don't care. They'll drop me in a heartbeat, but not everyone's like that. Right. Some people care, especially when you have smaller teams, yeah. but it's hard when you get to the point where you realize someone is like screwing you over and you have to let go of them. And you have to just put up uh, one minute. You were on a cruise with them, hanging out with your team and your best buds. And we're going to take down the world with this company. And the next minute you're like, I'm going to have to fire you glass wall. I'm no longer a friend. I'm no longer anything. I can't tell you why I'm letting you go. I have, you know, and then you realize, oh crap. Oh, so um, give us an example. I want their name, their address, uh, their social so security. Sean, number. I got my pen ready. What? Who I is it actually have to go after? legally cannot disclose anything. <laughs> I, can I just what, say one thing? Scenario? Tell me a story. Uh, well, yeah. hold, hold on a hot second. We, we okay. have not addressed the elephant in the room. What? Sharon is wearing whatever that is, is on her head is to protect is, her from flipping is, her hair. Because by the time this posts, it's going to be Christmas. I understand that, but I think it's doing a really good job of preventing you from flipping your hair. Because you have my biggest thing. You've kind of just been petting it. You're petting it right now. You're not I'm petting it. Oh my God, I don't even realize. But petting but, is fine. So I just want to, I knew the audience is like, what in the heck is going on? I just know that by the time we recorded this, Christmas was going to be up. So I had, you know, it's, it's July right now, but I have to put on Christmas stuff. <laughs> so, you know, this should hit about the mid December and it'll make sense. If this hits in July, Charlotte's fired. That's it. No, I, I just, also, it's an elephant, man. And I wanted to just, it's an elephant. Sure 
Elphafent, yeah. I was also I thinking the other day. I, I, I didn't even notice. I just thought that was your regular I'm years. Recording. I thought it was one I of those accessories. I was also thinking the other day, the way we refer to Charlotte and she's not on screen reminds me of Gelman and remember live with Regis and Kathy Lee. He'd be like, Gelman. Isn't was that his name? I don't remember. I okay. I, I I'm not I that don't old. recall. Is Regis still the alive? fifth? Sorry. Derailed, derailed. Okay, so tell oh, so tell Chris, us names and stories. I want to hear I want to hear uh, stories. I want to hear like what okay. the heck happened. Ew, shoot. I don't know if I can. Uh, let's go. No, you let's go. let's let's talk about the the client that I trusted. You get a client that comes in, and again, Captain Save a Ho. Want to help them? Want to help them? Great, we're doing it. We got the price. Blah blah blah. And this is this was before I switched to fixed fee bill in advance. So we're doing all the work, and he's like, as soon as we get this, then I will pay you this. Okay, so we're busting our butt, and then we're coming across issues. We've got over a twenty two thousand dollar tab racked up. Finally, we get to the end and we find more stuff, like seven different QuickBook files that payroll's been run on, right? So basically they had a desktop and they've been processing payroll on desktop, but it wasn't connected to anything. So it prints out the, the pay stubs for the employees, but nothing's being reported. So taxes aren't being paid. Nothing's being paid. And we say, hey, you gotta, we need to know that you're gonna pay this or something or we're gonna have to report you. Oh man, man, we did that, cut us off, lost 20 some thousand dollars. And I never, ever, ever once again, trusted anybody to pay me after the fact. I always get it up front now before we do the work. Absolutely. If it's a huge thing, I'll do like a mid, I'll do like an upfront and then a mid and then small at the end, but I'm getting that money up front because we're doing that work and you don't get that back. Yeah, you never want to be paranoid, but you have to be paranoid, right? I mean, it's oh not God, you have to. whether it's because clients or employees or business partners or anything. It's, it, it's well, and it's not about me taking home twenty thousand dollars. It's about the fact that we staffed up, my team stopped and worked on this one client for a long time. Now other clients didn't get take care of it. I still have to pay my team. Like I'm counting on that. I'm budgeting. Oh, wait, in. you pay I'm your employees. Small. I know. I see. They trust me to do that. They shouldn't do that. I got in That's trouble terrible. for not paying them, so I figured. Don, did you have a, do you have a horror story? Is it the same along the same lines, or totally different? Everything's been easy for me. This has been yeah. such an easy twenty three years. Nothing. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're a big shot. I wish I was Don. It's so funny because um, I, I was at Happy Hour Camp and was walking with Ian and I told him a, a handful of horror stories. And he's like, Brolin, I thought everything was rosy, rosy and happy in your world. And I'm like, I just don't let other people into my garbage. Yeah. So on this show, on this episode, I'm, I'm willing to share some things. But um, I think so for me, I, I have a lot of big ones, which is the only way I think I've ever learned to be honest. Uh, nobody really learns from success. They learn from losing, really, I, in my opinion, but whatever. Sm falling on my face and deciding to move my practice into a partnership. And my big thing was, I again, a tr was a, definitely a trust issue. I also think it was partially, uh, what do you call, naivety, na being naive. Yeah. And thinking that I'm going to go into this partnership, I'm going to put my entire firm, which is a decent-sized firm at the time, and I'm going to bring in these other two people who aren't really bringing a lot to the table initially, except for their either their letters at the end of their name or whatever the case may be. And working 24-7, having young kids at home, just things that happen as I reflect back should have left a long time before I did. 
And I, I think that like for me to, re to reach people who are maybe listening, the key to me is that you have a value and don't ever let anyone undervalue that. And I, and I, you know, it's, it's one of those things. One of the biggest things I learned was if, even if I'm a CPA, I will never talk down to a person who's not. That's maybe my biggest, my biggest lesson there. That's one of them. Um, but, but you it, do it talk was, down to me and I am a CPA. So that's, that's the standard, right? That's right. That's right. Guys, I'm yeah. so scared. I know you're terrible. You should be. Um, and so, Bobby, you know, you make I, it so easy to beat up on you. I don't know. I know why he's, I, he's easy. You're like that I'm so trusting. That's the whole problem back around <laughs> but i think i think a lot of times people who are not see and i'm just it's just my experience right this was one of my big I, and i don't know if i call it a big disaster or a mess up because i did learn a lot from it but boy it took me six years and three months to learn it i think that's what i probably regret the most that i put six years and three months about a little bit over a third of my my professional life into something that turned out to be i was i became irrelevant in whatever capacity that means, um, despite the sacrifices of, I want to work from home a day a week or two days a week because I have young children. No, we don't do that. Okay. So now I'm have, I have, it just turned into, I had zero control. So this is a business was, partner telling you this is your, how you your had to partners live your life. told you you can't do that. Oh, no. I, I was no. definitely I was a pawn. Like I was a pawn. Um, and so I, I guess I want to just, I want to reach the bookkeepers, I guess, in my message is that, listen, you are no lesser than any other person. If they've been in business for 50 years, five yeah. minutes, they have 70 letters after their name or zero. Do not ever underestimate your under, your education, your experience, the things that you bring to the table, which may be different value. than another person, your value. And I'm just going to say, make sure you do the little sound. It's you don't treat people like that. Oh, my God. I agree. I agree. You don't I agree. treat people like that. I, I'm a CPA. I'm securities licensed and I'm insurance licensed. I'm going to tell you what, each time I passed a certification, I didn't get smarter. It's really funny how I didn't get any better or smarter. I just passed a test and I try to hire the same way. That's a really, really good point. Too many people another license value themselves anybody. because of that stuff. I always say the same thing. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. Don't talk to me like that. You just, everybody, everybody needs to have the, a level of respect for everybody because everybody's job's important. Um, and if you think it's not important, ask yourself, if I didn't show up to work tomorrow, what won't get done? And yeah. you're going to realize how important you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, so well, our, go ahead. Yeah. No, I just, I, I just look at it that now I, and, and I'm, for me, it took me a while to, I'll say, forgive, for lack of a better description. I don't wish any badness on either of my partners, my former partners. I don't. I wish nothing but best in the success for them. I just didn't want to do it that way. I didn't I know. want What's their addresses. <laughs> I, I just, I just didn't want, like, I, it took me a while. Like, first of all, it took me two months to be able to breathe again. Yeah. literally two months to, to detox from that environment and oh, whether gosh. they whether they you know were, it was intentional non-intentional or I'm overreacting or whatever it may be I don't care it's how I felt and it's the what, what I went through and what I sacrificed and I just that was a big from a I say a big mistake because I was not I mean I was maybe I would I would have been a bookkeeper forever maybe I would never have passed the CPA exam maybe I wouldn't have learned enough I don't know the experiences get definitely got me where I am today um, and I messed up about 7.9 million times in between all of that. Um, and I'm not saying I was a perfect partner oh either, God. right? But 
Anyway, that's okay. my. That's I, think, I think it's fascinating about that is for everybody that already knows Dawn and knows knows how much of a badass she is. I mean, think about that. Her background in there is that moment where there was doubt. We have all had that doubt. We've all had those moments, and so it's where she is today and what you guys know that you know the pinnacle that is Dawn. And we all we all have to get through that crucible moment to get to that thing. And don't worry, we're not going to be all like downer on this podcast. But it's fascinating, I how much it can impact us. And um, it's funny. I have something I'm dying to say right now. So when we started to do this, this actually ties into this. So when we decided we were going to do this podcast together, I actually thought to myself, no way, people are going to watch this that I that I you know worked with 18 years ago and be like advisor. That screwed up everything. I know somebody's gonna, because when we first started out, like in 2006, when I started my company, I was doing bookkeeping and office management. And I think back now on certain things I did, I'm like, oh my God, I wonder if they got audited. Are they okay? Um, you know, cause I didn't know what I know now. And I'm thinking to myself, how many people are going to watch this? And we're going to get like write-ins. Hey, Sharon, remember when you did this? Yeah. yeah. You're summoned BFV you are. <laughs> yeah. So I always worry about that, but. I think the fact that I worry about it and I identify it now, like sometimes I want to look up and like, what was that company's name? I think I'm going to look it up and apologize, but I mean, it wasn't. Did I put them out of business? I, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Which is funny. why you I don't I tell pay my... $20 an hour for a professional kids. When you try to, when you try to hire in somebody at a low price, you get someone unexperienced. So if you got me in 2006 to 2008, I apologize. You got what you paid for. Well, you know, actually, I tell my employees all the time, five years from now, you're going to look back at yourself and go, oh, my gosh, I was stupid. Because the volume of what you can learn in five years is absurd, particularly in our industry. But the problem is, five years later, you're going to look back on that arrogant fool and go, oh, my gosh, they were stupid. It, there's never a moment you were stupid. You just didn't learn things. And without and these screw ups, you just don't yeah. get better at it. Yeah. And I, I think what's funny is, so you're... And for all of you guys paying attention, we did not plan this flow. But the funny is you started with trust. You went to trust and then Dawn went to trust and you don't value yourself. My big screw up was pricing, which is tied to value. So it's almost like this circle that we oh worked in. Now, trust, I have, oh my gosh, I have trusted some of the worst employees. I have trusted some of the worst business associates and joint me. Like I, we've got stories over so much Jameson, like we'll empty a bar out. I'm sure that we can all sit and have a good time. Mine is I have so many stories I'm just not legally allowed to speak about them. <laughs> That's okay. We'll we'll mention their name in the, in the comments or something. To, no, we won't. I need to put in a, a text real quick. <laughs> yeah. What's the disclaimer we have to have? No, I, I kept screwing up pricing. I kept undervaluing. And again, I ain't cheap. And every time I turned around, I realized we were still underpricing because what was easy mm -hmm. for me. It was like, it was easy. I'll just knock that thing out. It takes me 30 minutes. So I'm going to charge you 50 bucks, hundred bucks, 200 bucks. But then the, it would have taken the client four or five, six hours to do. And I keep forgetting the value pricing methodology. And of course, also, Tom, what about your team? So I was pricing things to where when I it was just solely me and I was doing it and I was like, this takes me an hour and I, no big deal. I got it done. It's so easy for me. But then when I switched things to my team, as I was scaling, it took someone else three hours and I'm still charging them for my pricing. And it, like, you really have to think about that in your worth as well as you hand things off that no one is going to do it as fast or as 
thorough or as good as you, or maybe they right. are. And, but and it's, and it's never just it. what your time is worth or what your speed is. If And this is why nobody learned really about value pricing 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? We charged by the hour and it went up some increment based on your rate, blah, 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 blah. But if I save somebody $100,000, why in the world do I charge them 200 bucks for that thing? Yeah. You can, you can get into what is it worth to that individual. And the more I move to that, I need fewer clients and I make more money. And yeah. so it's, I, and I keep doing it. And it's funny as I've, I've had my firm since 2006 and worked a decade before that. And I kept, I keep coming in and going, yeah, this should be about 1500 bucks. And you get done and go, shoot, I just saved them 95,000. What would 2,500 bucks have made a difference or 3,500? There's so many moments that we just pause. I think if we all just pause and said, what is this worth to that person? So pricing continues to be the, the albatross that I have is I keep looking around and going, oh, I'm stuck to this agreement and I, I'm not wasting my time. I could charge triple to this person over here, but I'm, I'm bound by it. And it's continuing to upshift to value. Yeah. And we did, we did fixed pricing. That was, I mean, that is a big mistake, right? Is when you realize, it, and you don't know how bad your pricing is off if you're not tracking it somehow, right? If you're not, if, I mean, if you're, everybody's just free willy nilly. I just wanted to say willy nilly. <laughs> working on clients and no one's logging anything and you don't, all you know is it's a mess. So when we started tracking time and looking at what we were doing and comparing, I'm like, oh my God, we are, it's terrible. So we went to fix fee, set SOWs. Here's what it is. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty set on that. Even if I don't care how efficient we make it, I'm set on that. And so in the, like when my partners or someone comes in and says, do you think we're charging too much? Should we give a discount? I'm like, get out of, get off of my zoom. No, we're not giving a discount because we're amazing at what we do. If they go to somewhere like bench, they're going to pay $200 a month more and they're not getting the level of service. So no. And I'm, I feel like I'm the jerk now and I used to be the nice one, but you know what? I kind of like being bad cop. It's kind of being a, this is the first time I swore ever on this thing. <laughs> now I'm excited to hear my sound. Um, I am, I, I love it. I, at the end of the day, I'm like, no, honey, I go with my husband. I'm so happy because I got to be mean to everybody all day. So <laughs> so it, obviously the listeners we talk to business owners of all types accountants people that are employees that are not business owners if you're in the middle of a mistake it's like you know that oh my gosh the world is crashing down and whatever that mistake is we've given the i've trusted the wrong employee or client i've had the wrong business partner or i just priced wrong what's the advice that you would give to that person in that moment Dawn, do you have any thoughts on that? Like, what's the thing that you would give them as advice on that? I would probably, at least for me, on the on the partnership piece of it is to have a voice, insist mm -hmm. on having a voice in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you're not somebody who, and I wasn't at the time, I wasn't somebody who could, I, today, I'll walk in a room and I will just beat the crap out of people, right? Because I've gone through all of these and there's I'm so many more, you. right? So it's like, you know, it's almost like stand up for yourself. If you know you're right, or you believe in what you're doing, have a voice and don't let people walk on you. And if you realize you've gotten into a relationship that it's just not going to work, it, it's almost like when you get that gut feeling, man, it's always trust your gut. Ah, I definitely believe in that. And, and, and shift, like stop, like Sean said before, pause. Whoa. Is this the right thing for me? 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, I let it go on too long. I, I let myself get beat up too much. Um, and I think that's why it took me a little bit to recover from that. Um, and so that would be for me is trust your gut, have a voice. If you don't have a voice, you are in the wrong place. Because if other people are going to beat you down to pick themselves up or they're in charge because they have letters behind the name. And if that's the case, you are in the wrong place with the wrong people. And, you know, and, and, you know, for me, it's like, watch them, how they treat other people. So it's just, you know, everybody's not the, always the beginning. The, the wedding is beautiful. The formation of a new business and the excitement of others helping. And it's not just you anymore. And this is beautiful. This is perfect. We're going to be gazillionaires. And then all of a sudden, it all starts and the walls start would you just go into a partnership over. again. <laughs> would you would you ever go into a partnership again, Dawn? Uh only with you and, and Sharon. But um from a firm perspective, I would rather partner, meaning I'll work with you, Sean, on, on different clients and different cases. Same with Sharon. Like I'll do that, but it's not gonna be, I'm not ever ever giving up what I have spent 23 years working for to someone else who just might try to boss me around. And I think that like in, in closing of that, it's like, I've worked too hard. I want other people to make money. I've, we won't even get into the employee thing for me. I've invested in more freaking people and taught them more shit, had them go on their own and do their own thing and, and leave for whatever. It doesn't matter what the freaking reason is, whatever the big BFD was that they had to leave. And I've had many come through this office and I will take responsibility when it was my fault. 100%. And there were times it was my fault. And those people will never know which ones they are. But it's like, (laughs) just saying it out there. And and I know I've grown a lot as a person, as a leader. Um, I've not always been the best leader. But I can tell you what, at the end of the day, I have never had, never, and I mean never, I've never intentionally done anything to an employee, a client, a partner, anyone to put them in a bad space. And I, and I can, I can look in the mirror every single day and know I've never done that to anyone my entire life. And I know to my grave, I will never do it. And I'm saying on purpose, I'm saying on purpose, I'm not saying I haven't done it unintentionally or without knowledge that I was doing it, but I have never done it intentionally because that's not my spirit, but there are plenty of people out there that that's their spirit. Oh yeah. We've, if you've been a business owner and had a single employee, you have been screwed over by that employee. And yeah, there's so many people that I've taught. Like the reason they have businesses when they came in knowing nothing, now they have their business, which is great. I'm I'm glad they're fulfilled and doing their thing. But yeah, there's a. But you I can do it that nobody finding the hand that fed you. I mean, I will. I tell everybody on my team, if your goal is to learn as much from me as possible as possible and start your own company, I don't care. Let me know. I will uplift and support you. And when you go to leave, if there's a client that absolutely loves you, that has to go with you, let's figure it out. Let's not fight and become, we're going to be in the same industry. Let's not fight. Let's just figure it out. You know, hundred percent. I love that Sharon, because honestly, I've had it that way, but that's what I've always said. (laughs) You know what? Here's the thing that that for me, just, okay, wow. We can rabbit hole this, but when an employee leaves, and they don't tell you why. That's where it's like, what we just had for this relationship was great. We went on vacation together. We did this, we did that. Christmas at your house, Christmas at my house. And we're all like buddies. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, I'm going to leave. And then they don't tell us why they're leaving. And you still don't know why. To me, it is the most disrespectful thing you can do as an employee. 
I don't even care if they started their own company. I don't. I don't care. care. Yeah, I don't. That's fine. I, I want to refer people it. to them if they were good. I refer yeah. people to them. Yeah. Yeah. If if it's done right and yeah, you work as a team. Uh, I've always the reason I asked about the partner thing is because a lot of people get really gun shy, but at the same time, I also know nobody will put up with my crap. I've got so many crazy quirks and the way I do things. I mean, come on, y'all. I fired all the tax returns. What CPA firm does that? And if I had a partner, can you imagine that firestorm? Uh, so Sharon, so you guys, on your part, I have two I partners right now. I have a partner on each well, side, and I feel like I'm that bulldozing because I'm the one that's had the accounting firm before and they have it. And I'm like, nope, not doing that. Just went through that. Sorry. But I listen to them and I respect it. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, from my experience, anyhow. So what would you tell that. somebody? So given that you're the bulldozing, you've gotten, somebody's in the middle of their mistake. Whatever your mistake is, maybe, yeah, maybe not our same mistakes. Somebody's in the middle of a mistake mm -hmm. and it's, it's killing them. What would you tell them? God, make, first of all, just like Don said, if you, if something isn't working, stop, just stop, stop what you're doing, but realize what needs to change, then start changing, moving that step forward. Once you've got your change and the situation changed that moment forward, then you can go back in time and see what can be fixed. But if you don't stop, rec stop, collaborate and listen and recognize what's, that was some vanilla ice for you and recognize and change it. It's a messy hammer, you don't get that wrong. And that's in everything, right? Relationships, business, pricing, employment, just stop, fix it, figure it out, and then start moving forward and then go back and fix it. And that's honestly what we do because pricing, everything, we're gonna find that going forward. And then then you just fix from there forward. But yeah, just, just stop. <laughs> I was, and the reason I asked the question, one, it's just good to know, because obviously people are listening and they're in the middle of that mistake. We want to help them. I was just working with a client last week that was drowning, just drowning and dying. And they've screwed something up and they're worried about losing all their clients. And they were so emotional about it, which y'all, it's our, these are our babies. This is your career. Yeah. This is your business. It is okay to be emotional about it. But when you're in that wrapped up emotion, you have to pause. And this is, yeah. I love your yeah. stop because it's stop, not just stop doing the thing, stop and say, okay, what's the desired outcome? Like yeah. what, what do I want to have happen? Cause you can't even lay a plan out if you don't, don't even no, know. Where you're, you're making reactive emotional decisions. And yeah, you make that. I had an old, I had an old coach that reactive? told me, yeah, I'm sorry, Paula. I had an old coach that told me that when you're in the trenches and you're getting shot at and you keep ducking down, that's, it's normal to be emotional reactionary about it. But again, eventually there's a pause in the fire and you can look up and decide the plan, right? Exactly. It's never as bad as you think it is, which conversely, by the way, when life is good, it's never quite as good as you think it is. So pump the brakes. You're not that good. But there's this median part on <laughs> where you want to be. So kind of to wrap, to bring things home, guys, we all have been through some serious, crazy crud. And when we're not on a podcast, you're welcome to stop us at events and say, okay, let's have a drink. Tell me one of those crazy stories. Because uh, we have got our fill of them. I mean, we're, we're talking decades and decades of experience here that uh, we have screwed up. But screwing up is not the problem. It's not reacting to that and creating a solution. And, and we're not going to be total downers because there's a sister podcast that we're, we have that's going to yeah. be talking about our greatest successes. So we need you to go find that podcast so you can hear that one. But thank you guys for coming. Yeah, this is, this is the downer one. No, there's a bunch of goofy stuff, but we want you to understand mistakes happen. But 
Thank you for coming to listen to us on BFD Advisors, and we will absolutely have some fun stories in our next one.